Uh, <laughs> this is not financial advice. I don't know who you are, and I don't know what you want. But what I do have is a particular set of skills. I will find you, and when I do, you will buy Bitcoin. Welcome to the, to the Crypto Whack. Welcome to the Crypto Whack Pack. This week we're going to talk about a few different things, but we're going to start with El Salvador updates. What's going on with El Salvador? El Salvador. Lots of stuff. Yeah? Yeah. I saw a nice little article where they said that, um, that he, the, the president wouldn't have gotten things passed had he not brought the military in with him. And I thought, well, here comes the smear campaign. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm going to start with this dude. He's got some okay. comments about uh So uh, I'll let you play. I'll listen to this real quick, and I'll give you my opinion, and we'll rebuttal. Okay. Now, El Salvador made waves in the headlines in recent weeks by being the first country to introduce Bitcoin as legal tender. Now, you had tweeted about this. We're going to show your tweet in just a bit. But first, how would you interpret the news? You and I have spoken about Bitcoin before, and you had said that Bitcoin is not a currency. And you've listed many reasons as to why you've listed many definitions of currencies, all of which Bitcoin has failed to meet. Does this news change your perception of Bitcoin as a currency at all? It, it doesn't change my perception at all of, of Bitcoin. Uh, it, it, it does indicate that the, the president and the Congress uh, who voted for adopting Bitcoin in El Salvador as legal tender mm -hmm. are, uh, in, 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 in a word, stupid. Uh, they've entered the Hankey's Dictionary of Economic Stupidity. And, and the reason for that is... Uh, El Salvador is, is one of the three Latin American countries that is, is officially dollarized. In other words, Panama, Ecuador, and El Salvador are the three, and they don't have a local currency. They use the U.S. dollar. So they, they, they use the, the premier international currency in the world right now. So now they're adding on legal tender status for Bitcoin. And the reason for this is dark forces clearly are behind this, and that is the criminal element. And, and, and the reason for that is that the criminal element wants to be able to get in and actually obtain real legal greenbacks. Yeah. So anyway, that's enough out of him. <laughs> I, I could go on and on. You know, so that, 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 was, gentleman, that, that, that fine gentleman was, uh, his name's Steve Hankey, in case you're all wondering. I don't know if you ever heard of him or not. But. Mr. Hankey. <laughs> oh, good Lord. And what, what is Steve Hankey's specialty? What, what's, what's his claim to fame? Uh, Mr. Hankey. Mr. Hankey, Mr. Hankey. I believe he was a Reagan-era money guy, right? He's Hey, you know more than I do. I'm pretty sure that he's about a thousand and four years old. 80, 88, 89, 90. Yeah. I can't remember. Oh. So you know. professor of applied professor of applied economics at Johns Hopkins University. Um, that's that's what it said under his name. I think that's a big steaming pile of crap. <laughs> Mr. Steve Hankey is 78 years old. And he is a 
what I want to highlight is he is also a currency and commodity trader. And I don't know Mr. Steve Hankey uh, personally <coughs> or anything like that, but I don't think he's ever had to deal with some of the issues that some of the people down there have had to. Did you know that the, the average person in El Salvador makes about $5 a day? Yeah. I heard they also don't have a bank account. Yeah, seventy-seven percent of them are not uh, don't have access to banks at all. Right, at all. And uh, like he said, uh, you got El Salvador and Panama and Paraguay are three three main ones that are probably probably ninety percent certain that they're going to move forward with the same stuff that El Salvador did. And uh, every one of them lean on the U.S. dollar, and uh, you have. Uh, it, just in El Salvador alone, that people don't know, a lot of people have uh, traveled abroad and then work and then send payments home to El Salvador. And just in El Salvador alone, it's 20-something percent is a remittance. Uh, the G total GDP is money from outside the country. Holy and, cow, really? Yeah, and they pay well over a billion dollars a year just in remittance fees. Wow. So, like I said, I don't, I don't believe Steve Hankey's ever had to deal with the problems that, that these people. So, so I, Bitcoin I, is a game changer for 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 me to uh, be surprised or whatever that he doesn't uh, understand or see things that way is you know it doesn't surprise me. Well, here here's the thing: it's it's seventy eight years old. Like I know fifty year olds that don't get this and don't believe in this at seventy eight, like. He, he's just an old man saying old man things, and I'm sure he's got some wisdom, but at the same time, he doesn't understand what he's looking at either. Well, I I, I uh, differ a little bit on that because I do believe what you just said. There's a lot of fact in that. There's a lot of people that don't understand what the hell they're looking at. They have, I believe that some of these people right here do believe. They do understand and they see it as a threat and then they are panicking and you should be <laughs> yeah because it is headed in a direction that there is no coming back from right you know there, there is no coming back this man's been, been involved with banking and currency and commodity trading his whole life and why change something that doesn't you know that's working for them right now and, and he goes deeper into uh he goes deep into the corruption and how it's going to be used for illegal shit and you know what i mean and when they say illegal stuff they probably you know uh, somebody bought a bag of dope or something like that right. you know that's their biggest problem but here is uh, an article i dug up from uh, corporate compliance insights that uh, banks worldwide amass uh 15 billion in fines just in the year 2020 just the, the banks you know and the u.s bank accounts for about 73 percent of that so if you want to launder money work for a bank you know right. what i mean yeah if, if you want to do some dirty uh some dirty business <laughs> this is this is where it's done and this is how it's that's why they don't want they, it's all about control man and they don't want to let go of power they they it's they're gonna fight tooth and nail no matter how how it uh it's frustrating have you heard have you ever heard of frederick uh sir frederick 
Hayek before? No, I have not. No, I don't think. Well, he's got one on the. He he, he was a. Uh, uh, he's German, but I believe he was born in Austria and Hungary, and he he is a very, very intelligent guy. He he's got the Nobel. Uh, Peace Prize for Economics and Science, and back in 1974, he passed away in uh, 1992, at the age of 92. He was born in 1899 in Vienna, uh, Hungary. And back in 1984, he had a quote, he was uh, doing an interview with the, I think it's the BBC, and he had a very uh, powerful quote. It really wraps up what's going on right now. And he said, uh, talking about uh, money, monetary, whatever, he says, I don't believe we'll ever, we shall ever have good money again before we take the thing out of the hands of government. And he said, we can't take it violently out of the hands of government. All we can do is by some sly roundabout way, introduce something that they can't stop. This is it. I mean, this didn't he nail that on the head? Yeah. You know? Back in 1984. Yeah. All day I think some people like Mr. Steve Hankey, which, by the way, is going to be a new thing. I'm going to have an asshole of the week. Steve Hankey's their number one asshole right now. But <laughs> I believe that these people see what's happening, and they can't do a damn thing about it, and right. it's pissing them off. And I think El Salvador is really, really, really important. It's really important that this goes smooth, and it really it's important that it works. They have a thing down in El Salvador that they've been doing for a while. It's called Bitcoin Beach. Uh, I recommend anybody look into that and check that out. It's, they were kind of doing the same thing on a much smaller scale, just to see or see how you know how Lightning Network works. If people use, you know, what I mean, what are the is it going to take forever? Is it not going to work? Is there going to be a uh, you know, all kinds of fraud and stuff. The the thing, the downfalls that, or the the things that I see is the the IMF and the larger you know uh, banking institutes are going to put pressure on them and try to squeeze them, make life horrible for these people. But on another side of it is the people that are uneducated about it. There's still a lot of people, even in El Salvador, that aren't educated about it. Right and that leaves you vulnerable to be scammed. Like many of these YouTube videos, you send us a Bitcoin, we'll send you two. Nobody's ever going to do that. Nobody right. likes you that much, you know? Right. You know, it, so I, I hope that it goes really smooth. And I think a lot, I, the whole world is going to be watching them in the meantime. You know, it, El Salvador standing alone, I think is dangerous for El Salvador. But if Panama, Costa Rica, if all the if all the Central American countries jump in and do it together, they'll probably be okay, you know. But you you have to remember. Um, let me let me share my screen here for a minute. I'll have to describe um, what I'm what I'm sharing. I think it's gonna be one of the things where it's kind of slow, 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 and then all out, you know. Right. You're not gonna be able to stop it. <laughs> That's Carney's uh, uh, Instagram tweet. He tweeted this earlier. Okay, so yeah, so so those that are listening on Spotify, um, there's a guy playing bongos, and he is El Salvador, and there's somebody beating on his car window very angrily, and it says World Bank. And uh, let me uh, see if I can get it to play here. 
Okay, come on. Love it. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's that's my favorite clip of the week. I saw that this morning. I played it like ten times. <laughs> Anytime that song is in it, um, I'm I'm good to go. Yeah, anybody that follows the right wing Frenchman, you'll see that on his. Uh... <laughs> where where is the right wing Frenchman this week? I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know. Jerry Duty. Uh, Herding cats. Herding cats. Painting his house pink. Other things that uh, French house do. pink. Yep. <laughs> okay. Or D, probation officer. We'll let you choose. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, banks worldwide. You know, this is just another. And this is just good business to them because they get. They, you know, they get probably $100 billion worth of revenue, got to pay $15 billion fine, slap on the wrist. That's like uh, JP Morgan remittance fee. Right. <laughs> uh, gold manipulation. How long have they been doing it? The Western Central Bank's been rigging the gold market forever. You know, that's because gold's power, competitive international currency that if allowed to function in a free market will... Undermine the value of other currencies. Uh, level of interest rates, the value of government bonds, is free gold's market performance is usually the opposite of the performance of government currencies and bonds. A rise in gold prices signifies a weakened government currency. We can't have that, Sparky. And at least the government currencies and countries that don't produce a lot of gold, for good goodness sakes. I recommend you know people just do their own research and, and look into this stuff. You know, and read both sides. I'm not trying to say that you know everything that i read is right or wrong or you know it's like kind of right. like the news today but you can clearly see that gold is you know heavily manipulated i had a uh the, arg the argument is that they're they're keeping the price of gold down to make themselves look good is that yeah yeah, yeah. and that it, that's like tenfold in silver i had an article up here for the silver uh yeah, the undeniable uh, manipulation of silver by uh, uh, who wrote this article? Uh, John Adams. He's a professional economist. But for decades now, both the gold and silver markets have been awash with allegations of systematic price manipulation, resulting in severe suppression in international price of the physical gold and silver bullion. You know, these allegations have been made to multiple multiple organizations and individuals who have deep extended involvement in both gold and silver markets, including the US-based US Gold Antitrust Action Committee, or the GATA, American Market Analysis, Ted Butler, and commodities traders such as the British trader, Andrew McGuire. Uh, these allegations have been dismissed by governments and regulators, central banks, commercial banks, and other establishment institutions such as mainstream media as wild conspiracy theories. However, on closer look at the available evidence suggested that the allegations are all likely true and anybody that really kind of know, even if you, uh, this is not like calculus, you know what I mean? This is like basic math. You, you don't need, you know, you go from math and algebra to count you know, <laughs> even if you have just the 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 basic knowledge of economics and and you know markets and stuff like that you can clearly see what's been going on for for so long and i, I don't want to uh, 
<coughs> you know, steal everybody's time by going through this stuff. But but I, I believe that silver is like probably the most manipulated. And I believe that that is because it's the smallest market. You know what I mean? It's, it's, right. it's much, much smaller than gold. It's easier to do. Right. Is why they do it. You think we'll see a, I mean, we're, we're kind of seeing a silver price breakout right now anyway, but do you think you'll ever, we'll ever see it like up where gold's at right now? Uh, There's I more silver. Yeah. What's that? There's more silver in the world than gold, right? I mean, I think. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. So probably never. Yeah. It'll always be on, on Bitcoin's uh, uh, coattail, so to speak. Well, well uh, uh, gold don't ever go away. You right. know what I mean? Silver does go away silver is used in medicines it's used in uh a lot of this green energy shit that they keep pushing so we burn silver we burn silver it's deflationary yeah well i mean kind of in that aspect of on the tail end of it we use it in these uh battery operated tesla batteries we use it in uh the windmill stuff we use it solar energy and with all their green push, there's, there, I believe that there is going to be a squeeze for silver. You know, gold, we use it for some stuff, but not much. You know, you make some earrings out of it. And there's a few electronic stuff, but it's just not real tangible to use because it's so expensive. Right. You know? yeah. And there are other ways of, of going around it, you know. So. I remember back when we worked at, or when I worked at the recycling facility in Colorado, we had e-waste or e-recycling you know where the people bring in their electronics and one thing that we discussed but we never followed through on was uh melting down green boards to try to get the gold out of them you know yeah right. green boards got a little bit of gold so yeah. but at the time they just couldn't make it work in a safe way um that we could get the gold out of it so yeah silver is yeah, used in medical stuff too medical yeah. medicine yep <laughs> yeah so anyway, keep hold on to your silver, buddy. Oh, it's not going anywhere. Mostly because I'm <laughs> mostly because I'm lazy, but yeah. Mostly because you're lazy. Yeah. In Colorado, yeah, that... in Colorado, it was really easy to liquidate my silver because it was on always on uh, on my way home. There was a place where I could stop. The traffic wasn't bad, whatever. But here, where we're at now, man, like I don't even know where to go. I don't even want to know where to go. Yeah. Better if I don't know. So, so yeah, Sir uh, Frederick Hayek. I recommend people look at him, read his stuff. He's got some good books out there. He he gets it, you know. What I mean? Yeah, <laughs> he gets it. Mr. Steve Hankey, he yeah. don't get it, no. or he does, but he 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 don't want to let go. He don't want to let go. He's a Jamie Diamond and all these other. I mean. Man, it, it, it's it's frustrating sometimes because it's the same goddamn story. It's the same, the same narrative all the time. Oh, criminals, dirty criminals! <laughs> and the energy you're gonna kill the world. What and you, you really want out. is the, the 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 hero currency of the world, which is the dollar, because nobody ever did anything bad with the dollar. No, but that's that's the thing. It's like oh, criminal activity. With Bitcoin, it's like, are you kidding? Look at the dollar. How much criminal activity has been done with that by the CIA and others, you know? Yeah, for sure. I guarantee you the government right now is using like Monero and shit like that. For Probably. I I mean, there's there's part of me where I've wondered if they're buying up Bitcoin like crazy just because they're worried about, you know, 
going under. They have to know. They know. That's the reason why they failed to give regulation on on stuff. That's the reason why they failed to approve an ETF. That's the reason why that they discourage in these other countries is because they won't have that power for like sanctions. Right. I mean, if if they're not using, say, like El Salvador or whatever, and you could say, you know, that they're doing for criminal, dirty, whatever, but they're letting it run alongside of it. So the way I look at it is is they're giving their people that option of that life raft. The one concern would be the volatility and stuff like that. And of course, there's volatility. Right. You know what I mean? There is right now, obviously. And I had to talk a couple people off the ledge this week with, man, I, I'm down like 600 bucks. I, I, I got to get out. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm like, okay, that's what you want to do. I said, well, they're like, well, what do you think? I was like, buy more. No, you, you don't sell for a loss. You know, no. this is like rule one on, on, on how to profit from it and make money. Right. Is you don't you don't buy it when it's sixty thousand and then it goes down to thirty and then you sell it and it's frustrating because these are good people and I'm not calling them stupid or anything but they're just not cut out for the yeah for this part of it because they're emotionally tied to it. The same people that are selling it at thirty one are the same people that'll be buying it back at 60, 70, 80,000. So sad. And I, I want to do that too on our show. We're going to have a countdown to the six figure Bitcoin. This is happening. Okay. Countdown. Countdown. This is day one. <laughs> this is day one. <laughs> I don't know. How long are we going to be here, Jim? I don't know. I have no idea, but I know in the long run that's where it's going. And I just do not see how people don't see that. I think everything is going to be uh, people misconstrue the whole Bitcoin thing with the uh, Bitcoin is one very, very small piece that opened uh, this window, uh, opened a door, opened a whole new fucking universe of, of DeFi and NFTs right. and stuff that we don't even wrap our head around yet. Yeah. You know, we, ha- we don't even know. You know, money goes where it's treated best, and, and people go where they're treated best. It's just a natural thing of anything. You know, everything takes the easiest route, whether it's water running down the mountain, or you know, when you see a lightning bolt go through the sky, it's taking the easiest route. You know, yeah. this is this is no different. This is no different, and everything is gonna go into them, into them. Uh, uh, you know, Voyager platform, stuff like that, where you're getting 9%. You know, people still haven't w- waken up to, to all this shit. You know, th- think about this, right? With, with the whole Central American countries, you know, the ones using the dollar, especially. Imagine living like you're renting a place, right? You're renting yeah. a nice little place, and the guy's been keeping it really well, and it's right next to his house, right? It's a big house, and you got a little house, right? And he pays your electricity, he pays your heat, he pays everything. And like, that's worked out for quite a few years. But what you see is, you see a big boat in the yard, and then you see a couple ATVs in the yard, and then you see uh, a Corvette in the yard, 
And then you talk to him and you notice he's kind of tweaking. He's a little, it's like, oh, you're not, you're not good anymore, right? What's going on here? You're completely dependent on that guy that's kind of gotten out of control, right? And he keeps spending and spending and spending and spending like there's no tomorrow. And you look and all of a sudden he's just not even making sense when he talks. That's, that's the United States monetary system. And, and the Central Americans, I think, have figured out we need something to fall back on. And, and the trick is, do you fall back to China? Do you fall back to Russia? Do you fall back? Well, like, where else are you going to fall with, with your, your currency? And it's like, how about we do something decentralized? And I think that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, these countries like the El Salvador and Paraguay and stuff like that, they all, they don't have, they don't, have the if us is the world reserve currency or something like that they don't have a plan b they're a totally victim of this whole thing they don't have they can't say don't print more or they can't say oh we had the volcano crisis or some shit and and we need to uh, stimulate the economy right they don't have the ability to do that right you know they so you're totally at the whim of of you know the u.s government or the federal reserve i guess or you know the whim of of whatever they do and 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 they feel that inflation pain worse than we do right in world country because like i said before you know we get the bananas straight off the tree they get them a little bit down the road right so so it's like I tried to explain this to Sarah the other day. It's like, you know, picture if I paid you in water, you know, 50 gallon drums of water for work that you did for your time. That's basically what you're doing. You're trading, you know, money for time. And then you trade that money for goods or services that you need or whatever. And like, let's say if I paid you in big jugs of water, but, and you're saving them up, but I poked a little tiny hole in that water jug, you know. And so now the stuff that we've already made a deal on, this is how much water I get for this particular. Right. You know, I'm stealing it from the back end. Right. Stealing it by the back end, like, you know, by printing more on the front side. Yeah. And for the U.S. side of things, they build more debt and then they pay that debt with cheaper dollars. Right. In the future. Yeah. So this, this, I'm going to pay you. I owe you $10, but the $10 I give you in the future is that's only a like, that's a problem. Only like, that's a ahead. problem for future Homer. <laughs> the, them dollars are only worth about 80 cents piece now. You yeah. know what I mean? But the debt is for, and I, I just, it's frustrating that some people just don't understand it. They don't get it. But where people are starting to get it and starting to understand. Yeah. And 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 if you have them two lanes, you got the Bitcoin and you got the U.S. dollar in El Salvador. They can use that U.S. dollar as needed, and then always be able to have that that Bitcoin for their like their savings account. You yeah, know I mean to put to save the wealth to try to preserve it for long run. Then people are like, "Well, what about the volatility?" <laughs> Check out the volatility of the dollar in the past 10 years. Check out the volatility of Bitcoin. Yes, Bitcoin goes like this, but it's but there, there's up. a trajectory. <laughs> yeah. And the more 
the bigger the network gets, the less of the splash. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I think you asked me before how much the, it's like kind of sitting in a tub and like throw a, a rock in there, a big, big right. rock, makes a big splash. Yep. You know, then you're in the, a pool. You throw a rock in, yeah, well, the splash, but then you're in the ocean, you throw that rock in and nobody notices, you know? So the, the more, the more volume, the more money that's in the network, the, better the, less, volat be. the less volatility that there will be over time. By design. Yeah. Pretty smart that dude he was. Wasn't yeah. He? Whoever, whoever he or they or she was. So, yeah. So do you have a Theta update for us? Theta. Sure. Let's talk about Theta. theta. Cause I've been watching it. Theta token. You've been watching it. Theta. So theta. theta, like the token itself is pretty stable, right? But T fuel was on fire. Yeah. Did you get the, did you spend the money that you were talking about or thinking about? Or? I did not. You did not. Sadness. <laughs> Sadness. Regret. <laughs> well, you asked me, and I said, at this very moment, you know, shit can change from a day or two. A or weeping whatever. and a gnashing of teeth, yes. But he asked what to do with $1,000. Not financial advice, by the way. But yeah, uh, uh, Theta Mainnet 3.0, we got 10 days left, man. Kind of exciting, which will introduce T-Fuel uh, stake in an uptime mine. And they had a new validator. I think they got a listing on here now. I got the news. Click that. Was uh, DHVC joins uh, Theta Network Enterprise Validator and Governance Council Program. That was uh, what's the date today? Today. Yeah, today's nineteenth. It was uh, the fifteenth that they did this. Hollywood Powerhouse TAA to join the Validator Council on the twenty seventh. Wow, it's happening, man! It's happening fast. Yeah. And did you see? Uh, here where uh partnerships mgm what? mgm whoa lion's yeah. gate Lion army did you see uh amazon i think was possibly going to purchase this or if they did or didn't okay sure so, so for those on the um spotify i gotta point out fail army fail army is one of my favorites that's a youtube channel um that's absolutely huge so are you familiar with Fail Army? No. Oh, you need to watch some fails. I guess. It's uh, it's where you have fun watching other people's mis misfortune. Oh, I got plenty of that to go around, man. Yeah. Plenty of misfortune. <laughs> Check out Fail Army. So, yeah, validator node, 10 days. So uh, hold on to your tokens. I expect some uh, price surge. And I, I expected more so out of uh, T-Fuel because... Uh, uh, Long and short of it all, you're going to be able to stake your T fuel. Right. And people are going to be looking for rewards for that. So, this is a, I don't know, some uh, some dude thinking it's going to reach a dollar, which I told you was not out of the realm of possibility. Sure. I, I I do I do see that. I do see that they got some long term ones on here or whatever, but right. <clears throat> Theta being a decentralized video delivery network aims to change the way video streaming is done and allows for peer-to-peer -peer sharing of bandwidth. Two coins, Theta and Theta Fuel or T-Fuel 
are associated with the network. While TFuel serves as the utility token, Theta is the governance token. Uh, two coins have been rising lately. TFuel is used to pay the network validators and process transactions. And uh, we had, uh, I don't know, like 22% in the past week. Uh, Theta fuel, or TFuel spiked 44% uh, during the same period. Yeah. So, yeah, we had some uh, good movements in the T-Fuel and stuff. I expected that. I'm torn. I'm torn. I got, I got some uh, investment decisions that I got to make. Big ones? Yeah, well, uh, I'm not going to get rid of any Theta. No, I, I got long-term plans with that. But the T-Fuel, I do believe, is going to go up and it's going to come down and it's going to go up. There's going to be a lot of volatility. Yeah. You know, But I think between now and... In the launch of the main net, you're probably going to have the, uh, you know, buy the rumor, sell the news, yep, kind of thing. And uh, as we, uh, if if I can trade my uh, T fuel for a whole Bitcoin, man, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, you know, that's, <laughs> you know, that's hard. <laughs> You've been so good to me, T fuel. <laughs> no, you know, that, that's a, really, you know, it's such a hard thing when 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 the prices are going up and down to know what to do in a situation like that, you know, because it could be absolutely like the most important decision of your investing career, or it can be like the worst. So it's kind of, well, I mean, with T fuel going up and Bitcoin going down, I think this is the time to move, you know? Yeah. As we speak today, you said today's the 19th T fuel is sitting at 59 cents. So that's that's up there. What's it? It hasn't broken the all-time high, correct? Lately. Uh, it, no, well, I, I got like two or three different all-time highs. I think one said like sixty-eight cents or something like that. Okay, so we're close. And then on here, uh, the, one of them was like sixty-four cents, depending on where I look at it. Right. All right. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Cardano. Anyway. Should we talk Cardano? Cardano, Cardano. Cardano news. Cardano. This is. I think you're doing this for me because I've been so conflicted. At um, if Uncle Joe sends me money for having kids, do I spend it between Cardano <laughs> or Theta? <laughs> or T oh, we were gonna split it up. Yeah. Remember, we were split it up: T Fuel, Theta, Cardano, and Bitcoin. You still think that's my plan? I know you don't give financial advice. <laughs> Uh, well, there's kind of like, kind of like Bitcoin in them when you, you trade in security for scalability. It's the right. same damn thing when you're investing in this shit. Yeah, I want to get rich overnight or do I want to protect my money? <laughs> right. I know. I know. That's exactly yeah. what I wanted it. So anyway, Cardano. Cardano, Cardano, yes, Cardano. Big things for Cardano. I think short term P fuel, T fuel theta, short term. Uh, Bitcoin, which we should touch on. Uh, I don't know if you follow any of the the technical analysis. And I have not. No, but they haven't. It, it's. I think it may have touched what they call the death cross. Okay. You could throw in a little dun dun dun. <laughs> really. Uh, the death cross is when uh let's 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 go to that next let's talk cardano first and then we'll go to bitcoin all right, fine, okay all right, all right. 
directing traffic. Cardano. Cardano. El, uh, Alonzo Testnet. <clears throat> it's going to be a big upgrade. And that is, like I said, uh, a little bit long or midterm. We'll say midterm because I'm looking for big stuff in August. Okay. Oh, big stuff in August because uh, Alonzo will finally allow. They're already doing the test, the test net. And everything seems to be good so far, but they'll be doing that. And I think it'll fire up in August and then they will have smart contracts available on Cardano, which is going to be crazy. I think a ton of stuff is going to switch over and from Ethereum to Cardano to Poke, you know what I mean? All that stuff. There's talk about uh, him uh, making a stable coin. Uh, for Cardano. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of stable coins, remember when we talk, I was shitting on Tether? Yeah. And stuff like that. I was doing some more research on that. And if it turns out, like, most of that is run on Tron. <laughs> <laughs> Not that that has that could be coincidence, but I thought that was kind of funny. If you're listening on Spotify, I just put my head down and shook it. <laughs> All right. But yeah, uh, the most critical engineer path, integration, uh, coordination path, uh, community for 90 days through Alonzo. Uh, am I getting it right? What's it called? Alonzo. Alonzo. Yeah. It's, a, it's a rollout test that as of right now is just a test net for Cardano, which the Mary Hard Fork and all that stuff. That's kind of was leading up to that earlier in the year. Right when we talk about that but uh alonzo named after mathematician and theoretical computer scientist alonzo church is first part of a series of upgrades and expected to bring full smart contract function functionality to the blockchain by the end of august okay, okay. so so we yeah. can see some movement in cardano over probably like August to end of August, just in anticipation for this. I think fall is going to be a big time for some of these things. Like I said, smart contracts, key feature to uh, Cardano's evolution. They'll be able to perform and host decentralized finance, DeFi. And I think that, I think DeFi is going to change the world. Yeah. If you, anybody that don't know what DeFi is, suggest you look into it decentralized finance yeah 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 that's what it's short for you know uh, uh they'll compete with other DeFi ecosystems of course and ethereum is the current leader in the space with a long chalk but networks rise have been hampered by high fees and slow transactions and ethereum is currently also the <clears throat> in the process of a major upgrade which is very important to ethereum too which we should go into that at some point because they they if they can pull off the stuff that they pulling off, I expect like major price because you're getting like, institutional interest in it. Right. Uh, they see what's doing. All there's so many DeFi projects already built on top of it, and if they make it deflationary and actually burn transactions as they learn, you know what I mean. Long term, that points to a very high Ethereum price. Right. You know, it's it'll no longer be. Uh, uh, uh proof of work and the miners and, and stuff like that you know right so we'll see about the end the cost will go way down you know cost will be pennies on the dollar and, and but anyway we'll see uh cardano since its inception 2015 cardano has been characterized by uh, rigorous academic research and testing 
Um, uh, the platform's transformation named after famous international poets or whatever. Uh, Cardano completed its Shelley phase and conformed Cardano to a federated blockchain into a decentralized one. Since the commun community became validators of the blockchain, I think, I think, I think, I think like 70 something percent of Cardano staked. Really? That's a lot. You know what I mean? That is a huge amount. It is a lot. It's a huge amount. And the only one that even comes close is like Theta. Where did you see that? Oh, I could find it somewhere. Okay, you don't you don't have to find it now. I just that that that's a lot. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll get it back to you and I'll, I'll know for sure. I mean, of course it varies. Yeah, you know, sure. It, you know. In and out, in and out. And I mean, one of the good things about Cardano versus Ethereum was, uh, as far as staking it, is Ethereum once you stake it, you're you're invest you're at the, it could be as much as two years before you right. can touch some token. Cardano, I could stake them at lunchtime and and I could take them back out at supper. You know, right? Yeah. yeah. You you can be in and out and it doesn't matter. I've got know. some of mine staked. I need to probably do that with all, but you know, I'm getting where do you got your staked? Uh Exodus, I think. Really? Yeah. I could be right. I, ne I never staked any Cardano. I need to I should have, but I don't I, I just earn the interest on Voyager and I'm fine with that. Right. You know, yeah. I suppose they stake them. I'm sure they do. Yeah. <clears throat> but oh, did you see uh, Voyager NASCAR? Did you see I that? Yeah, just briefly. I didn't read the article, but I definitely saw that. Well, I had it up here. That kind of opens it up to a whole new um, area of view for. Yeah, I mean, states at least. Uh, I don't. I forget the, the race car's driver, but he's gonna be getting paid in Bitcoin and Litecoin. No and kidding. Voyager's gonna have a car. Wow. On the NASCAR circuit. That's fantastic. Good. It is. All right. Is that good enough? You got your Cardano fix. And... I got my Cardano fix. Should we circle back to Bitcoin? Bitcoin. What the hell was I saying about Bitcoin? I don't know. I can't remember <laughs> anything. Uh, short term, long term. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Death Cross. Death That's Cross. And, and uh, we'd be doing people a disservice if I didn't mention it. But uh, uh, Bitcoin, I don't have a chart. I don't have any charts up or anything. It's fine. But basically, what a death cross is, it, remember the 200 day moving average? I told you it's a pretty yeah. important line in the sand that yeah. people say. But well, uh, the death cross is when uh, the 200 day moving average passes the 50 day moving average. Yeah, that's two lines that cross and i don't think it's the end of the world for bitcoin there's just so many other things but from a technical uh, technical analysis side of things it's a very bearish uh okay. uh signal and i think i do think that if and when if it hasn't already happened uh that it'll trigger uh, trigger a lot of uh, like automatic cells on some of these you know people that are straight by the book right on trading and stuff like that it could trigger trigger a lot of sell orders but that just means uh cheaper bitcoin for me i'll just you know keep buying i didn't look into it but i saw that mike burry you know who mike burry is now right yep mike burry was talking sure. about bitcoin crashing tesla going south like everything going to hell yeah he's, he's talking about a bloodbath and it's like you know he's not a stupid guy by any means so maybe <laughs> You know, maybe we will see a further pullback, but I yeah, no, but he he is uh, noticed for uh, 
being kind of like a Debbie Downer too. Yeah. <laughs> he picks all the crashes. And yeah. Everything's going to hell here, there, here, and there. He doesn't pick anything that's going up. He yeah. just um, he sees things that are overbought and over, you know, yeah. like the price is ridiculous. And he's right on a lot of it. I don't think uh, the Bitcoin, you know, it was a hell of a lot more overbought you know, month, two months ago than it is now, for right. sure, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, there is that. that I got to point it out because it's, like, one of the most important Just indicators. There are uh, some uh, times in Bitcoin's history where there was a death cross and it kissed off it and it just defied it. It just took off, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, a, it's what they call a lagging indicator, you know, because it's kind of telling you, what happened the past two months right. <laughs> and we all know that there's been a cool off and but it doesn't change the fact that there's countries saying hey we're going to use this and you know the fundamentals are still there yeah well and the institutional money's there too or it's coming so yeah i i don't see any i'm telling you man if you don't have any and in five years you're gonna wish you did yeah i, I really do get some uh, I do believe that, and people are constantly out. Oh, too much. It's too, and and when it was set sixty something thousand, they're telling me, how do I get some of that? How do I buy some? And here we are. Well, you and know, them same people were at then at sixty thousand. Like, geez, I wish it go down so I'll get some more. I firm, yeah, <laughs> it goes I, down. I firmly believe that that people with a tenth of a bitcoin in the future are going to be like the, the big money holders, you know, or at least a 10th of the Bitcoin. So, yeah. All right. So should we wrap up? Sure. They heard enough out of me, I think. All right. Just make sure you check us out on Twitter. You are crypto whack pack. Um, check out the right wing Frenchman, our missing uh, person this week. He's uh, we're going to put up wanted posters for him, uh, you know, reward given, um, but we only give reward in Tron for uh missing <laughs> so uh hopefully we'll see him next week and if you guys have questions please reach out to us um jim is on twitter you can leave uh notes in the comments on youtube um and you know if you want to be on the show too and you have you think you have something good to say you know write us and let us know what you want to talk about and uh, we'll have you on so yeah, absolutely all right. And one more thing. We still have a Voyager code out there. If you use M-E-H-S-R-8 on Voyager and you spend 100 bucks, you get 25 bucks of free Bitcoin and we get 25 bucks of free Bitcoin. So we tend to turn that back into uh, gifts for our listeners. Anyway, stay tuned. Uh, we've got some fun stuff coming up, too. Um, we're going to do. Yeah, we got a ton of stuff in the works. Just bear. Hang in there. It's going to be a little bit different than your, your regular podcast. We're going to have some, some kind of independent clips, um, probably mostly on Spotify, but we, we might see some of those on YouTube too. So take care. Uh, let us know what you guys think, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Later.